Please sit down for our Bible readings. The first reading can be found on page 693 in the Pew Bibles from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The second reading can be found on page 1027 in the Pew Bibles from the book of Luke, chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them, in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David a Saviour has been born to you, He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. So Lord, would you speak into our hearts now? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
was the, the best present you've ever received as a child? What was the best present you, you've ever received as a child? I wonder if you can remember that far back. Forgive me, for some of you it looks like a long time ago. Can you, can you remember what the best present was that you received ever as a child? This was mine. It was Christmas Day in 1981. It was about 11 o'clock. We'd been to church and we were opening our presents in the living room. Now, if you know anything about my background, you'll know that I didn't grow up with much material. And so there didn't seem to be a lot of presents that Christmas time. And so I was a little disappointed. And then I was handed an envelope like this. And the envelope, oh, when I opened it, had a little note in it from Father Christmas, and it said, your Christmas present is in your next door neighbour's garage. Well, that was all the encouragement I needed. And I was straight there that Christmas time. Opened the doors. And there it was, in all its glory. You want to know what it was, don't you? It was a Mark II ultraviolet Raleigh Chopper bike. <laughs> the Harley Davidson of bikes. <laughs> and to quote John's Gospel, boy, did I behold its glory. <laughs> it was just absolutely wonderful. If you've never seen what a Raleigh Chopper bike, if Martin just presses the button, you can see it now. There it was. The rally chopper. <laughs> there it was, the rally chopper. Oh boy, was that good. Three speeds. <laughs> you know, when I was at the parish hall drinks on Tuesday evening, um, Michael the Conitard said that perhaps the best gift Ian could have for this year was a new bike. We stabilised. <laughs> so yeah, there was the right choice. But I wonder, what was the best gift that you've ever received? So what I want to do over the next five minutes or so is just walk you through why I think Jesus is the best gift anyone could receive at Christmas. And to do that, well, you need to catch. You can be in my cricket team. And here's the last one. Where was the dart? There we go. Ready, you've got a box. You need to bring it out. Okay. You're going to let me open it? Okay. 
You know what we're going to do is we're just going to think. Why Jesus is the best gift that we could ever receive at Christmas time. And to do that, we're just going to use the letters of the word best. And hopefully we can, if we just put onto my iPad, Martin, I've got it up here, so it'll be fine. So here we go. Three letters. B stands for bin. See, because if you talk to this that seat, as you know, I go on a bit, so at least you have a seat, it's fine. <laughs> you see? <laughs> um, the B stands for baby. Because if you talk to any child, any parent, they will tell you probably that the greatest gift they ever received was a baby. And of course, when we think about the baby, what we think about is no matter how much time you spend preparing for the baby, nothing ever prepares you for that moment when the baby arrives and how your life changes forever. And at Christmas we remember, we spend a whole month in Advent thinking about the baby coming. And yet I still think that we're never truly prepared for when he arrives at Christmas and how he changes our life forever. Right, who's got the second box? Let's have a look. Listen, scrap the best of last. Let's just open the biggest box. Come on. You can open it? You can open it. Fine. So, it's very interesting how people open presents, aren't they? Isn't it? Whether they do it so nicely, whether they just rip off the paper. So what have we got? We've got some more letters. Now listen, because it's Jesus' birthday, and because I'm the vicar, I can make all the rules up. So normally when you play Scrabble, you can't do this, but because it's Jesus' birthday, well, anything goes really, doesn't it? So here we go. This is what the E stands for. stands for Emmanuel, because, <laughs> impressive, eh? <laughs> because what you remember is it was God who came as a baby. It was God who came to be one of us. So let's have a look. Which one should we have next? Well, what do we think? Should we have that one, or should we have this one? Who wants this one? Who wants that one? Well, so we're going to have this one. Do you want me to open it? Okay. What have we got on this one? You see, the S reminds us of why the baby came. As Joseph was told in the dream by the shepherd, the clue is all in Jesus' name. The S reminds us why Jesus came. Save it. That's why Jesus came, to save us from our sins. And here's the last one. What's the last one? Okay, let's have a look. Thank <laughs> you. 
greater. You see, because the tea reminds us how he did come to save us by dying for us on the tree. You see, I don't know if you've ever thought about it like this before, but this year there was a referendum. The outcome of that referendum was very close. It's caused a lot of uncertainty and a lot of tension and a lot of disagreement amongst people. And you all think I'm talking about what to do with Brussels. And I'm not. I'm talking about a referendum that took place in the country of Colombia. It was a referendum that had been about the greatest conflict that had been going on for 52 years in that land. 300,000 people had died there over that time. And they were voting on whether to accept the ceasefire. And 50.2% of the population decided to reject the deal. So that was it. The deal went. Of all the time in that 52 years that they spent trying to get peace in that land between the FARC insurgents and the government, the most successful attempt was six years ago, inspired by a British advertising agency. And what they did was this. They put movement sensors on the trees in the jungle in Colombia, where the FARC guerrillas were. And so that what would happen is as the FARC guerrillas went through the jungle at night, the trees would light up with this message that said, if Christmas can come to the jungle, then you can come home demobilize and go back to see your family. It was so successful that 30% of the whole insurgents went back to their families. If Christmas can come to the jungle, then you can come home. You see, when we think about Jesus' life, he spent it all around trees. He was born and laid in a tree. He spent all his teenage years and all his twenties working with trees as a carpenter. And he died on a tree as he bore the world's weight on his shoulders. And he was doing that for this so that as Christmas has come to the manger so you and me could come home because it's in Jesus that we find our home in life in a loving relationship with God. Let us pray. Thank you for the greatest gift that you've given us. You. So Lord, as we just take this moment now just to pause. <coughs> we just say thank you for coming. Thank you for coming as a Thank you, God, that you came. Because you were the only one who could come to save us from our sin by dying on the tree. And so, Lord, we thank you for all that you have given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.